All right, Tiffany, before we start the app, let's just do uh, some of our quick vocal warm-ups. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Here I go. I'll start. <clears throat> Salamander. 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 What a wonder. Okay. Okay. I have mine. All right. Origami. Origami. Origami is my mommy. That's pretty good. Wait, wait a minute. We're recording. Fuck. Stop, just stop. Stop. No, 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 no. no. got to get out of here. Hey, Tim. What up, Chris? Let's start the song. I love this song. Is that a joke? Is that a joke? Is that a joke? Is that a joke? No. no. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this. I'm so excited to talk about this album. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do a good impression of him, so I don't try. Oh, by yeah. Him. Who do I mean? Ooh. Are oh. you talking about <laughs> Tiffany Flowers? Yeah. <laughs> talking about Macho Man Randy Savage. This album's going to be a man and it's phenomenal. <laughs> the the classic 2003 Macho Man rap album. It is one of my favorite things I've experienced in a long time. <laughs> Just a real weird novelty for wrestling fans, and uh, luckily, just also just a weird novelty for anyone who knows anything about the Macho Man Randy Savage, even as, as far as to go to the fact that he says, oh yeah. You mentioned this existed, and I immediately hit play on the intro, it, like, while we were together, and I was like, Chris, this is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, God, the intro is something, isn't it? So, like, uh, we're not going to go out song by song, because fuck that noise for this. Yeah, yeah. But I do want to talk about the intro. Yes. The intro is the same for people over and over, saying some of my favorite things that I've ever heard people just say in an intro. Yeah, well, I was going to say, you, I think you wrote some notes specifically about what are the ones that stood out to you. I'll tell you right now, the biggest one to me was the lady talking about how hot and sexy <laughs> this 50, at time, 50-year-old man was, and how she would jump him easily. Yeah, one of the ones I wrote down was her, because she is obviously a very, like, stereotypical black woman. So <laughs> at one point she says, girl, he looks good to be an old man. Like, that's how she talks the whole time. <laughs> and listen, I'll say this. Macho Man was a very buff dude because he was a wrestler in a time where steroids and cocaine were big. So yeah. He was a very muscular man. That said, I don't think I'd describe him as attractive. He had a kind of a weird peanut head. Uh, he always had a beard uh, yeah. that was very short-shaven, like right to his face. Never- very weird facial hair choices. Yeah, just a kind of just a weird-looking dude, but perfect for a professional wrestler, you know. But <laughs> I don't know if he looked that good for fifty. Another one I loved was Macho Man is real big overseas. I hear he's the wrestling king. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just the same four people acted like they're saying gossip. Yeah. <laughs> and the one I told you the other day, which is my ultimate favorite one, is. I heard he's gonna make a whack album, and it's gonna. Or I heard he's gonna make a wha- rap album, and it's gonna be hot. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be hot is the thing. That's yes, and that guy's got like a weird accent for that that one. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I'll say this too. I did the tiniest bit of research when I was looking into it. Yeah, and you will not be surprised. I guarantee to learn that this actually was not Macho Man Randy Savage's idea to make a rap album. Shocking. This 50-year-old white professional wrestler was, in fact, approached and said, Hey, you have a peculiar way of speaking. Would you like to make a rap album? And he was actually unsure at first, from what I've read. And they more or less had to dumb down every single song to match, and I'm quoting him directly, 
his white boy rhythm. <laughs> like, from all accounts, Randy Savage knew going in that this was an uphill battle. But, and this is something He's I think... He's so genuine in it, though. And that is exactly it. That I think something that a lot of people, us included, love about this album is that you can hear the effort. He's trying. He... We'll get to some of my favorite bits, but, like... He's trying so hard, because they cover everything. There's, like, the talking shit song. There's the smooth, girl, I want to take you home at the club song. There's the song for your fallen friend. He does everything in this album. Yeah, truly. He uh, he runs the gamut of what we thought rap was in the early 2000s. Can we we move on to another song I love? Yeah, absolutely. I want to talk about Hit the Floor. (laughs) Hit the floor. Do you have any notes for Hit the Floor? Featuring DJ Cool, who yes. you may know from the classic tune, Let Me Clear My Throat. <laughs> That's why you hear the references to it. Yes. There's so many references to that song in the song. There's also references to like a lot of other songs to yes. the port where I'm just kind of like, I can see what I mean. Because from what I heard, they basically, they heard him rap for the first time. They took all the songs they planned and they were like, we got to strip these down to the barest essentials. There are some songs in here where Macho Man is only, like, on two-thirds of it. This is a song where he doesn't come in until the second verse. Yes. So, the first verse, you go, oh, this is just, like, a weird song from, like, a three. And then he comes in, (laughs) and you go, oh, shit, okay. Yeah, like a panther walked onto, like, in your house one day, just like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's so funny to me. (laughs) I, in my notes, it just says, the rhymes are weird. God, there are some weird rhymes. Some very weird... I'm really mad I didn't write specific ones, but that's because the thing I want to talk about the most in this is the third verse. Yes. Where they do the call and response. God, it's a fucking weird one. (laughs) Can you please be the crowd? Yeah. Okay, because I wrote down the call and response. Yes, yes, let's Now say, I am. I am. Now say your name. (laughs) Now where you from. (laughs) Now scream. Uh... (laughs) Ah. It's my favorite part of the song. And if you people out there think I'm doing a disservice to this no. fine track with my little mumbles, <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, I don't think DJ Cool Macho Man plants out. Not everyone is going to have the same name and is going to be from the same place. So I did this with the Reverend. I like sent the song to her the other day. Yeah. And she was like, Tony, this is the best thing I've ever heard. So then she wouldn't stop singing it. Like during the call and response, like she was her husband and he was like, why would you do this to me? <laughs> he was not having a good day. <laughs> oh, man. See, there's part of me that thinks there was original, like, the, the original intent of this track was not to feature a crowd and not to be mostly DJ Cool. I love the crowd, though. I do, too, though. I do love it. But my my guess is that originally they wanted, you know, more Macho Man. Yeah. And once they saw his limitations, because the whole... This song's too fast for him. That's the thing. It's like, And that whole call and response, that feels like it was made for, like, I am... I am Macho Man. Macho Man. Yes. Where I'm from? Where are you from? Now scream! Because he hates telling people where he's from. <laughs> That's oh. really funny. No, it's not. He doesn't. I'm I just, was like, what? I lied. I just, Why would you lie? You know I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I just think oh lying God. is fun. So the best part of the chorus. Yes. So they're naming directions. So it's east side, west side. At one point it is... <laughs> Right side, left side, inside, outside, this side, that side. Yeah. (laughs) This side, that side is the funniest shit. They really... They ran out of stuff. They decided to go full Dr. Seuss with it (laughs) at that point. It is... This side, that side, everybody. 
worldwide. Like, it's so bad. I love this song. It's really funny, yeah, because, like, after every Macho Man verse, pretty much all the choruses here, except for one we'll get to, is pretty much the most generic rap chorus, which you can think of. <laughs> A lot of, put your hands in the air, now weave them around like you just don't care. I do love that the way that we get the words now scream is the same rhythm every time it's always now scream. Oh, it's that classic, like, that's like some, like, that feels like late 90s, yes. like, you know, pump up the jams type of rap. It's so good. Like, yeah. I oh, genuinely love this song. It's so kitsch. All the production on here. I will say, too, did you want to say anything else about this song? Not this one in particular. I'm down to talk about the production. Yes. I, I did want to say, though, there's a specific song that brought to mind the production. Song number seven, and I'm bringing up the number for a reason, Tear It Up. In the very beginning, Macho Man says, like, ooh, a little rock and roll and rap, I can get down with this. And it's just like, Macho, every song up until this point has had hard guitars in the chorus. Every song has been a mixture of rock and rap. Why seven tracks in are you like, I can get down with this? <laughs> oh my god, I didn't write this note, but there was a bit in one of the songs where he just starts naming people who worked on the track. Do you remember this? Mm. I do. And they all have, like, rappy names, but then one of them's like, and Billy. <laughs> <laughs> and Billy. Like, it's so funny. It really is. <laughs> and I will say, from what I heard, and again, this is coming from a Vice article I wrote. Uh, wrote. Wrote. <laughs> I am so sorry. I am so sorry, everyone. Except Vice. Fuck you, Vice. Anyway. Fuck you, Vice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, in a Vice article that was kind of a, a post-mortem of it years later, they did mention that apparently... Macho Man was, like, very enthusiastic and really was trying, and he also, like, was very grateful to the people who helped make this. He took him out to dinner, like, every night. Because he was like, a- you can genuinely tell, it feels like an album where everyone was still having fun. That, it, I was just gonna say, it's like, that is the most damning with faint praise you can say about something. It's like, well, at least it sounds like they were having fun. But I genuinely believe that, you know? I genuinely, unironically, unapologetically love this album. It- I have listened to it every day, at least once. Like, Start to finish. And you're right. Like, there, there's just something infectious about these guys doing their best with a project that was not going to be good. <laughs> but the fact they're still trying, it's it's so commendable. It's, it's so likable. Genuinely, like, it's it's why I loved 2 Chains. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Like, he was so genuine. He was trying his best. And sometimes his rhymes were really bad. But you were like, aww, 2 Chains. Oh, you little 2 Chains. Now, I had some stuff I wanted to say about Macho Man, but Tiffany... Was there some other stuff you wanted to say about the production of this album? Or- so these beats yes. are the most generic 2003 beats, mm-hmm. and I love every second of them. <laughs> yeah, lots of uh, lots of like basic guitars, just like and then, like you said, the classics 2000. Just, uh, just that, that very simple, repetitive, all the way through, same song beats. Like, yeah, very just boop, 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 yeah. boop, boop. Like that's the whole like two minutes. That's it. That is the thing about this album that's kind of fascinating too, and why I do think it is so infectious. This was not an album that was made first and foremost to be good music. No, first and foremost is how do we make Macho Man Randy Savage a rapper. And that was the only goal. <laughs> and I just think that's, I think it's cool that it's so single-minded in its goal. It's just like, don't worry about, like, good beats or, like, catchy tunes. Just make him sound like he sort of belongs on it. And honestly, at times, he kind of does, almost. We're going to get to that. That is why my favorite song is my favorite song. Yes. But, like, I, like, there are certain, I think I called you. 
after like a few days of listening to this album and said, I'm going to learn at least three songs on this album word for word. Like, yeah. I love this album. <laughs> it's fun, man. It's really fun. I just, I had a lot of fun with this album. The part that I can never stop quoting. Are we even at that song in my notes? Y'all, I took notes for this. That yeah. is how excited I was for this album. We are in my notes. If we're going in my order, we are yeah. at Remember Me. Yes. Which is my favorite song on this album for so many reasons. <laughs> One of which is he commits so hard to this in the third verse. Not this, not not his bad poem, which we will talk about. Yeah, yeah. But like, that's when he starts like talking about how hard he worked to get to where he was. Is in the third verse of "Remember Me." It's when he's like, "Oh, what is the line?" He's like, "It was all about survival." Like he gets really hard as much as he can about how much he loves what he does. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like he's using words like survival and yes. Like, you know. It is true, yeah. It's like, uh, you can't forget, call me six-time champion. Some call me Randy, some rather call me Macho Man. How dare you quote my other one? That's the one I always think of in my brain. I'm always going, some call me Randy, but others call me Macho Man. Like, it's one of my favorite lines. Absolutely. And yeah, the line you're talking about is like, back in 88, I won the world title, controlled my own fate. It was all about survival. Like, yeah, he's doing his best (laughs) to, like, put so much heart in the third verse of this song. Yeah, there are random little verses and lines where it's just kind of like, you can tell he was saying it as opposed to the writers telling yes. him to say the most generic, like, now ladies shake your derriere, which might be my favorite <laughs> and line. And wave like he just don't care. I don't remember where that is, but it's probably that shitty of a rhyme. It's something like that, at least. I just, I remember being tickled pink that was like, oh, that's very formal of you, macho, to tell them to shake their dairy ears. <laughs> I love, so the chorus of this song, we're going to be on Remember Me for a minute, and it's my favorite song of the album. Remember Me is the song where, as I now call her, generic R&B lady sings the chorus. <laughs> yes, let's talk about that chorus. Oh God, let's talk about the chorus. I love this chorus because of one line in specific, in particular, which is the beginning. Remember me, I'm the same old macho that I used to be. It's so funny coming out of a random R&B woman. Yeah. Just, <laughs> there's a lot of like specific machoisms that these poor singers and just random background people having to say is very funny. It's also stupid catchy i know your problem with the chorus tell them why tell them what happens so in the second half of the chorus she is asked i think to just fill out the bar (laughs) in which she just does the actual la la la's may i yes please it's uh ain't nothing gonna change so remember me i do 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 do. la 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 Yeah, just really... Literally, that's the rhythm. It's going all over the place in terms of scales. It's like, she's still technically, like, on key. She's not, like, dropping it or anything, but Yeah, it's just... I didn't really try. I'm so sorry. No, no. I was, I was going to say, it's like, no, that's how she sounded on the song. Yes. And it does... It, she sounds bored. It sounds like, literally, like, just try to find something. And she's, like, hand in her ear, like, la, 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 la. Like, yeah, it's so funny because... She is one of the few people I think sounds bored on this album. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, she, she is just like. So, in verse two, we're, I'm sorry, we gotta really break this one down. In verse two, he has lines that she sings with him, and mm-hmm. it is fucking hilarious to me. I, like, can't remember what they are because I forgot to take notes on that because I, every time I experience it, I stop doing everything I'm doing. Yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff here that if we did not write it down specifically, it will probably jump out to you, the fair viewers. 
And also, I'll say this, viewers. If you think we're shortchanging this album by not talking about every individual song, let me just tell you. When you have songs that are titled things like Tear It Up, Get Back, Macho Thing. Get Back is not what you think it is. Hit the Floor, Are You Ready, I'm Back. Most of these... They are exactly what you think. There's Now, there's a lot of devil in the details that make them very fun. Yes. But generally, it is just Macho Man saying rap cliches. So, I did not write down the rhyme for this line, because it is this line is my favorite part of it. I'll still kick your butt, because I'm still real mean. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah, it is fun that uh, on an album that has dropped some actual curses, he is threatening to kick your butt. Oh... <laughs> uh. Macho Man was just a man of his time, even well into his 50s. Oh, I think I wrote in here, I love the acrostic poem, because he spells Macho Man. Yes. And <laughs> I will not go through all of them, yeah. but my favorite one is, the, oh, it's for, oh yeah, because I'm so outrageous, or whatever it is. Like, it's for, oh yeah, not because you're outrageous? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a nutty one, too, and yeah. <laughs> My uh, my favorite is always going to be when he says, the second M is for macho, which is like, that's just cheating. Like, come on. You could have done anything else. The oh, M- I'm wrong. I did write that as a thing. I will take it one more again. Okay. The O is for, oh, yeah, because I'm so outstanding. That's what it is, because he's outstanding. Yeah, that, that sounds like ma- the macho man I know in my heart. <laughs> it's not for outstanding. Nope. It's for, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm so mad. He is outstanding, but that is that's secondary to what he's really talking about here. <laughs> Which is Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tiffany, uh there is another song very close to that one that I do think is worth talking about on its own, but I don't know if that's what you want to chat about next. So how about in your and you wanted my Yeah, in your notes, what was uh what was I your... only had two notes for the song Macho Thing. So I will just let you have them real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my two notes were, <laughs> who let him do this? And why is this lady so horny? Because <laughs> that's the one where she's like, I don't know, we want to come home with you. Yeah. Like, she's so horny. <laughs> um, those are my two notes on that song. Unlike that previous R&B singer, uh, this one, really giving it her all. She is trying to get a fucking grammy she's she is in a song trying to get an oscar like (laughs) yeah yeah so uh, i love this song but i also just was like oh no who let him do this who let him do this song when he's talking about the club yeah the macho club song yeah there's a couple of thing is such a dumb song and i love it it really is now that said there is one big song from this uh, album i feel like we should probably talk about and yeah. It is of course the uh the eponymous song Titular Be a Man. Be a Man. Which uh even if you know nothing about wrestling or Macho Man Randy Savage, I think most people know the big thing about the song Be a Man is that it is a two minute fuck you to Hulk Hogan. The first line I wrote the first line of this song My, that he says. I see it, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hot diggity damn. Yep. It's so funny. Hot diggity damn! God damn. <laughs> it's so funny. But like, I loved this as a diss song for him. Yeah. Because it felt so real. I also love he. My favorite thing in there is he says something along the lines of, like, you called my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, too. And, and we've talked about this off the pod. And like I said, you don't have to know much about wrestling. 
most people seem to know that Hulk Hogan is a piece of shit. Yes. Not only is he the racist asshole we all know from public, but of course, back in the wrestling days, he was a big me over everyone else guy. He purposely got unions shut down so that wrestlers couldn't unionize. So he also had a really bad TV show. Many. Or, no. Well, the main one, yeah. The Hogan knows one. Hogan knows best. Yes. As well as some. Now, luckily, Macho Man is here to tell us about the terrible movies he was in as well. Oh my god, I love... He... Not only does he say his movies go straight to DVD, he shuts that shit down with being like, but I was in Spider-Man. Hell yeah, like, he was. it was so... It's such a good diss song. It really is. Even uh, some stuff that uh, is a bit suspect. Yeah. Because, and we've... We, when I say Macho Man is a man of his uh, era, I mean that both in very complimentary ways and also in ways that, like... Yeah, There's a hard R word in here. Mm-hmm. There's some real... This one is especially has a lot of, like, aren't you a gay undertones. And let me tell you, homophobia in the 80s was big in the wrestling scene. They loved themselves some gay caricatures. I will say, though, there is a line in this song where he talks about dancing in tights as a ballerina. Yes. That may sound like an out-of-pocket homophobic, like... Oh, I assume that one was real. That's because he did that in a movie, yeah. Suburban Commando. <laughs> no, that one felt like a real thing to me. I do love hearing him say the word ballerina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to work on my impression of him because it's very fun to do. It really is, isn't it? <laughs> That's the thing, too. I've, I've learned more time. The fun thing about a Macho Man impersonation is there's a lot of dynamics to it. Oh, so you don't call him Randy. You call him Macho Man? Yeah, because calling celebrities you don't know by the first name is, it's just, it's crass. It's out of line. Don't do it's this to ridiculous. Me you shouldn't do it. Don't do this to me in season two. Bring uh, back things you said? You yeah. got it. <laughs> oh my god, my favorite thing, though, about the song Be a Man. Yeah? Is at one point during the chorus, when the person who sings the chorus says, like, Hulk Hogan is a real big punk, it's the music drops. <laughs> and it is such a hard, I need you to know I fucking hate this man moment. Yeah. And I... Can we talk about the use of the word skirt? <laughs> he does say it like that. He does say it like that. Because it was 2003. And it's... The rhymes in this album, I will never stop saying, are fucking insane. And so... <laughs> can you please find what that rhymes with? Skirt? Yeah, in this song. Do you remember if it was in a verse or a it's chorus? in the no, it's in the it's it's the first line of the chorus. Oh, okay. It's something Hogan dumb and dumb be skirt. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. You I, run away from watcher, that's what I heard. Yeah. I love this album. <laughs> <laughs> I am not looking at lyrics. That was it though. I love this song. Cause then it's like I think my favorite line is like who thought Hogan would go out like a punk or something? Which yeah. is so good. I think my favorite part is in the second verse when just out of nowhere he's like, I smell a coward. Is that you, Hogan? Because <laughs> there's no rhythm. No. It is such a genuine, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, like the idea that in his head, Hogan would just sneak into the studio <laughs> to try to sabotage it. And he's like, I caught you. <laughs> In my brain, he's sneaking in like a cartoon person, like, oops, all tippy toes. Oh, yeah, and he does, like, the Scooby-Doo run when he's, like, sees, like, is that you, Hogan? Yeah. Oh, he's like, oh, gotta get out of here, brother. <laughs> absolutely that for me. Absolutely that. that. But, yeah, this song is fucking intense. I genuinely, the first time I heard it, I said, whoa. <laughs> I think all of us can come together in our dislike of Hulk Hogan <laughs> to appreciate this song. I have to talk about the song Gonna Be Trouble, because I think it has my least favorite line on the album. Gonna Be Trouble? Okay, yeah. Let's uh, let's get a chatting. I wrote this down, because I listened to it 
five times. Mm-hmm. I made my partner listen to it and tell me what he th- he heard. Because I said, this can't be a line in this very fun album I love. And it is. Because I'll diss you and dismiss you like a bastard child. Yeah, he does say and that. And I said, oh my god! One of those things where it's just like, whoa, hey, hey, hey there. Like, this album is so... Well, I went to uh, the grocery store. Like, it's so goofy. He never he says butt a lot. It's a lot of, like, school of hard knocks and I'll kick you in the butt. Yeah. So then kick, diss you and dismiss you like a bastard child was <laughs> fucking jarring for it, me. It's one of those things, like, that sounds a little too real, macho. It, it stressed me out. <laughs> I will say, side note, very thankful to uh, Genius... Uh, the rap uh, annotations app because <laughs> dismissed you like a bastard child is highlighted. So I clicked on that, thinking like, "Ooh, what fun little tidbit!" I'm gonna say, <clears throat> "Bastard, a person born of parents not married to each other. Bastard children are often overlooked in society and called illegitimate." That's in quotations. So thanks, genius. I'm so mad. Really adds some new. <laughs> information that sucks listen when genius highlighted it i thought they would also have information but that is something we both found out together that really sucks they just actually gave you the definition of bastard i like that they said often overlooked often yeah (laughs) oh my god can't believe there's a lot of songs i did not have notes about because i literally couldn't figure out how to word them that yeah there's some weirdo stuff here what's that one that's like Oh, that is Feel the Madness. The disjointed notes yeah. of the chorus of Feel the Madness. I could not get a beat on, like, are we doing, like, some weird Marilyn Manson Nine Inch Nails type it shit? It stressed me out that I literally refused to listen to it to take notes about it today. I said, no, I can't. I can't go back here. <laughs> Although, I will say, this one has one of my favorite Macho Man lines, just because of the specific word he uses. The first line he says... Can't you feel nothing can save you, Macho Man Randy Savage about to pull a caper? <laughs> I pull think, a caper. <laughs> at one point, I think it might be in Gotta Be Trouble, he says he'll have you doing something like a castaway. Like, it's it's not that one, but, like, it's nuts. Like, yeah. his word choices sometimes are like, man, someone let you help write this, didn't they? Mm-hmm. You can tell he helped. Oh, yes. <laughs> and some of these fucking nuts word choices. But yeah, there's some real, like, you can clearly, cl- you can he- clearly hear a 50-year-old man step- stepping in to be like, I think I should use this word, you know? By the way, that's the fun part of a Randy Savage impersonation. It's not just like him going like, oh, yeah, screaming all the time. No. You got to get, like, quiet and uncomfortably, like, <laughs> gritty, like, yeah, macho man's coming for you. Oh, yeah, he sees what he likes. Uh. Oh, my God. There's a line. Y'all, so many of these are coming back to me because I am literally learning every word to this album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a real fun project where he says S-O-H-K. And it stands for the School of Hard Knocks or oh. something. Like, he says an abbreviation for it very nonchalantly. And I'm like, no one ever does this. Yeah, no one's What like, are you doing? Oh, yeah, the sock. Like, what are you doing? I love how much he tells you that he'll kick you in the butt. It's a lot of... There are two through lines on this album. They are kicking someone in the butt in the School of Hard Knocks. Yeah. They are mentioned in almost every song. He definitely goes back to those quite a bit. (laughs) Feel the madness! Y'all, I'm not exaggerating. It sounds like that discordant, yeah. Like, y'all, I would tell you if she was like, now listen, Tiffany here is being a cheeky little liar. I'm not, though. She's not. (laughs) 
Now, it's funny you say that. After Feel the Madness, we have another big diversion in terms of sound, uh, just because we're nearing the end of this album. Yeah. And that's, uh, what's that all about? <laughs> I refused. I refused to take note. There are certain ones I literally said I'd be here all day. This is his uh, his lover boy anthem. This is his uh, shout out to his number one gal. <laughs> I There's something about him being like, because I'll always love you. Yeah. That really <laughs> fucked me up. It's especially funny for me as like a wrestling fan because like I I won't say I've watched every Randy Savage thing so I'm not like an expert on that but Port. one of his biggest like defining characteristics is that he had Miss Elizabeth who was his wife at the time that he divorced in 1992 but we we'll move on from that uh, <clears throat> but the thing was he was a bad guy at first in wrestling and his bad guy trait was he was really possessive and weird about Miss Elizabeth literally he turned heel on Hulk Hogan because Hogan was, like, kind of being way too familiar with her. Yeah. There's a whole storyline reason I won't get into, but, it's like, that's Macho Man's in-ring character of being a possessive, like, creepo when he was a bad guy. So the fact that they gave him a whole song to be like, you're mine forever, I love you, babe. It's it's, it's an odd choice, to say it the least. It was a weird choice vocally. <laughs> him in his lower register is frightening. <laughs> I so the last time I listened to that song was at 3 a.m. last night, and I said, "This isn't the time. I'm in a dark room alone. I'm gonna get got." <laughs> like it sounds like he should have been the voice of Saw. You know, it's like, "You wanna play a game, little boy?" <laughs> oh yeah, wanna play a game? Chop off your leg, yeah. <laughs> you know I love Jigsaw. <laughs> you love that man. Now, I think this uh, this nicely leads us to our uh, the last track of the album. Which genuinely shocks me. Which is, of course, called My Perfect Friend, a tribute to Kurt Henning, a.k.a. Mr. Perfect, who passed away that same year that this album came out. Which I thought was really cute, though, because it's such a, like, song about friendship. That's the thing, man. I I kind of find myself really emotional about this song when I listen to it. It's such a real, like, I think at one point he says, like wrestling will never forget you like it's so genuine it gets me and you're like oh my god he loved him so much (laughs) now yeah and to be fair as a uh, a wrestling fan yes as a wrestling fan maybe this also hit me a little harder because and again i told you before the pod i am sorry if i take us into bummersville occasionally but Mm -hmm. most wrestlers from this time predominantly guys who were big in the 80s and early 90s a lot of them died in, like, their 60s because, like I said, steroids and cocaine were yeah. in such rampant use that they just – they destroyed their bodies, like, in the ring and all out of the ring. So, you know, in a way, I am sad specifically that his friend, Kurt Henning, who was, by all accounts, a really well-liked wrestler. But also, it just kind of makes me think of the bigger picture of, like, these poor guys. I mean, Macho Man, after the album came out, he didn't live for, like, another decade. He died in t- 2011. Which – Broke my whole little heart. It's that's that's what I mean. I agree with you. This song is like for as goofy, but still earnest as this album has been. The earnestness on this one actually hits a little hard. That one hits really hard for me as someone who's also lost friends. That's the thing. It's, it hits you in your real feelings of like, yeah. Also, never forget my friends that I have also. I compared it to that song. Was it about Biggie when he died that Diddy did in the 90s? Or yeah, whatever? yeah. Every I, step you take. Yeah, so. I said this is the every step you take for wrestling. Yeah. Like, it is such a, like, we'll always know you, man. We love you. Like, it is that. Yeah, absolutely. It's it, that. 
hits you harder than you thought. This album is so much more earnest than you ever thought it would be. I think that's really what it keeps coming back to, is that for every doofy mistake... For every kick you in the butt, there's a, I love you. Yeah. (laughs) For every ableist slur or homophobic, like, insinuation... There is this guy who just lost a friend and was really sad about it. Also, for some reason, like, really groovy beat on yes! that tribute song. It's a real sweet little beat. Yeah, it's like, it, it kind of was sort of my favorite song, like, musically on the whole album, just because I was like, this, I feel like this could have come out at any time and not feel that dated. Like, oh, it no. sounds good. It's good. It is no Remember Me. Remember Me will always be my favorite. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the one that got me... It's still the one I listen to the most. I hope one day I can accept your apology. I, <laughs> you know what? I take that back. I don't know why I apologize. Hell yeah, you own it. Thank y'all. But yeah, man, this uh, that last album, every, that last song. Every time I hear it, like I, I, go I don't listen to it out. every time because yeah, it's a little. It's, like, it's a lot. You gotta be in the right mood. Like, exactly. It, you come out of like this goofy ass girl, you're mine, into like, hey, my friend died, and I want to talk about him, and yeah, I'm I, like. Oh, no. I was going to say, it's quite weird to go from, what's that all about, gonna be trouble, leading into this. Y'all, he's going to diss you and dismiss you like a bastard child. Yeah. I That line really fucks me up. I don't know when it'll stop. It's kind of just like, I don't know. It's funny, though, isn't it? <laughs> that line sticks out to me more so than like the hard R he dropped. Yeah, same. Maybe it's just because... Because of my knowledge of, like, wrestlers and also just culture. Of the time. Yeah, it's just kind of like, it's not like Macho Man was the only one dropping this. But, like, Bastard Child. It's specifically Bastard Child. It's also very funny that that, like, pointed, sharp, and, like, really hard line is not in the Hogan song. I thought it was. I literally had to do a Google. I Googled Macho Man lyrics, bastard. And it was like, that's in this different song. You're looking for it in the wrong song, Tiffany. And I was like, how is that not in the Hulk Hogan song? That's crazy, right? Like, it fucked me up. Ugh, it fucked me up, too. Do you yeah. want to do some final thoughts? Yes. There's Here's my main thing I had taken away from this. So, you will not be shocked, people at home, to learn that Macho Man Randy Savage was, in fact, not a good rapper. and it's What? And yeah, it, it was not a career that was planned out for him. <laughs> that said, part of me is a little sad we didn't get Macho Man Randy Savage, the hype man in rap songs. Oh, Can you imagine oh. him in the background of like a party anthem just being like, yeah, yeah, tell him. Like, it would have been I awesome. literally can because that is the whole re- That is, I never said, the biggest reason I love Remember Me is because every line has a title. Idol. Yeah. Yeah. Like, after every line. <laughs> and I, mean, I love that shit. Exactly. Imagine a world where we gave, let's say, the position of DJ Khaled to Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> oh, yeah, we the best. Um, I bet he'd eat out his wife. <laughs> There's a man who would eat out a woman, absolutely. <laughs> because never forget, DJ Khaled said he would never eat out a woman. He's a king. Exactly. Kings don't do that. Kings don't do that. <laughs> What? Sorry, that's always for my brain, guys. I don't blame you. What an absolute piss baby response. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Agreed, agreed. So, so That was my last one, but Tiffany. I have a question. Yeah. If you had to rate this album, which we don't normally do, so you can always pass. Yeah, for sure. Yelp style, and refer it to a friend, would you, and what is your star rating out of five? Okay, now this is a good question. I so, only want it for this album because this album's so goofy. Yes. So for me personally... And I do have, like, two different... 
like I, I like that you differentiated it. There's both the star rating and then there's also the referential thing. Yes. Here's the thing. I would honestly, in my heart, give this a two out of five, but that is only because that's me using my dummy, dumb, dumb critical facilities. That said, I wouldn't recommend this to everyone, but there's quite a few people I would recommend this to. That's so funny. My brain said 2.5 out of 5, but would refer this to everyone. It is art. It's not good, but it is art. <laughs> I, th- You know what, Tiffany? I think at the very least, everyone should try it once. Yeah, everyone might not like it, but I love this album so much, so wholeheartedly. Like, anyone who has talked to me in the past week, that's how long we've been like listening to it. Yeah has heard me reference this album. Like, I can't stop talking about it. And I will say, sometimes it's a bit harder to find music that hits that perfect level of so bad it's good. Just because I find so much music is so much more complicated than that. Like, sometimes so bad just is annoying to you. I lied. Three. Do you know why? Why? Because as someone who's doing nothing about wrestling, I did not feel like I needed anything for this album. Yeah, absolutely. So three stars. I'm going to give it three because it doesn't exclude anyone. You're just having fun with this old man having a great time making a shitty rap album. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, is that, like, I like the way we're looking at it. We are interpreting star ratings differently in my in our heads, yeah. which I think is great. Because, yeah, I was tempted to give it a three at first, but right. I was just going to be like, I got to be honest with myself. I don't think it's good, but also I do think it's fun, which is why... My star rating and my referential ratings were kind of on different levels. Yeah, no. Three stars, still like, because mm, I am very much a, I, I tend not to look at things that are less than three and a half. It's like how I tend to take star ratings when I look at things, but like yeah. refer it to everyone. Here for it. Love it. Yeah. So, yeah. You know what? At the very least, I think here at Is That a Joke, we can say, give Macho Man Randy Savage, be a man, a chance. We've given enough disclaimers on stuff that doesn't hold up in it. There's including, a lot of little shit. Yeah. But in, like I've said before, that's kind of prevalent in all media. Even the quote-unquote good stuff that we enjoy. There's some shit that makes me go, really? And a lot of older things. So, like, yeah. You know what? Actually, speaking of that, folks out there, we have an email. What? And in this email, I would like you guys out there, if you listen to this album, tell us in the email, what did you think? You can reach us email at jokesterpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear what were some songs you liked. What were some stuff that was like, ooh boy, you know? Tell us the lines that hit you like that bastard child line <laughs> where you go, oh, did that happen? <laughs> and also, we got a Twitter. Uh, you can. If it still exists. But we do have an Instagram set up now. We do. And that is that joke. Is that a joke pod on Instagram? But the Twitter is at jokesterpod because and- I am weird and decided they should all be different. Yeah, and that's fine. Sometimes with Twitter and Instagram, they have different, you know, requirements for the names. And also, I will say, uh, in case you need to know this, JokesterPod, that is J-O-K-E-S-T-E-R-P-O-D. It sure is. Y'all, also, please leave us reviews. Our little our little baby boy, the little the little guy we keep locked away, don't ask about him. He, he'll only survive if y'all leave us reviews. Yeah, maybe he'll see the light of day once again if you leave us reviews. Yeah. Good reviews. We're criminals. Yeah, we're bad little babies. Now, <laughs> you know in this season, I'm looking for a catchphrase to end every episode on. I think I know what I want to do for this one, but... Hit, hit us with I want to say it, and then I want you to do it in the voice. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's try it. <laughs> Can you give me like a, oh yeah, we out? Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, we out. <laughs>